With uh, Shem's help again, we'll have the merit to speak a second day in a row. Big Olam and Shirat David, thousands of Neshamas, Kadoshim, Heiligen Neshamas, Holy Souls, United Souls. Uh, when we're talking, I had a Rav once, his name is with Avram Mordechai Izbi. Should, he should be a Rav, as well. He's a big Sadiq. He's Rav Simaya Zibelberg's uncle, who Rav Shlomo knows about Rav Simaya. And Moshe Weinberg also knows about Rasimai, he's a big Sadiq in Yushalayim. I was just there yesterday by him. Uh, I didn't get to speak to him, I got to speak to my Rebbe, the Tolna Rebbe, but I got to speak to, uh, to see him, Davening, see his Avoda. He's like the Bidichiva in our generation. As someone in Yushalayim who's on the level of Levi Yitzhak Bidichiv, you know, in my opinion. You, know, you can argue with me, but um, I've had the merit to be by him in all kinds of scenarios, and I've seen his Avodas on the highest, highest of levels. And one of the things that he, his uncle of Avram Mordechai Izbi came one time to learn with us at Osameach, I was in Or Mashiach, I used to call it, it's a joke, Or Mashiach, Mashiach, same kind of letters. So he's, uh, he, he used to come and I learned there in uh, 1998, 1998, 1999, I'm aging myself, year 2000, and that's how I know Rav Samet, uh, Alan, I know Rav Samet from Or He was my Rav so Rav Izbi came, and he was very sick. You know, when a youth just gone through an operation at his age and his kind of body stature, he's the person who never slept on his bed. I once came to his house to learn, and his wife said to me, this is my nachas. It was a base midrash, uh, I mean, it was a room, this, a bit smaller than this base midrash, a huge room in Mem Gimel, in Yushalayim, uh, it's a street there. And it was surrounded, not just like books, shelves like this, but the whole way around. And all the svarim were eaten, like as if someone had learned through all of them. And she came in as we were about to get ready for shiur and said, this is my nachas, this is my alam haba. And she saw all the books, how they all been learned and eaten. And that, that was the kind of sadik he was. And so he came after an operation the next day. And it was a very heavy, heavy operation. No one would come out of hospital. He came because he wanted to teach. And he came in and he looked like at that moment he was about about to be nifter. That's that was my I was scared. I was mummish scared. He was so pale, he was so gaunt, he could just about walk, and he sort of came in like collapsed into the chair. And I was thinking, how's he gonna give a shit? It was Erev Shabbos. He used to come every week, Erev Shabbos. He used to be learn up in Zukhan Yaakov, he used to he used to go around. He was a Rosh Kolal from Ger. Imagine he's a Rosh Kolal of all those big Ger Chasidim, like he was a big person. His mother, Isbi, was a famous Rebson married to Big Shiva. Anyway, um, they're big people. So he came and he sat down to learn, and well, collapsed to learn, and opened up the book like it was the wrong way round. It wasn't, it was a chumash. It was the wrong way round. It wasn't even the right way round. And he, he had like this thing where he'd get a pen and he'd sort of tap it on the table and it'd get more and more intense. And suddenly the fire of Torah, I watched, it was like lighting a candle like you just did now, lighting the sixth night of Hanukkah. It was like light and flame. As soon as the Torah started coming out, he like the fire came down, heavenly fire, and he started just alive. He lit up. By the end of the class, it was like it was like it was like more fire than normal. Even it was just like it was it was miraculous to watch someone who was so physically broken come alive through the the Eishel Torah, the fire of Torah. So this is obviously a big a big nakuda. We're now Rosh Chodesh Tevis. And there's a big fire in the world, right? We know what's going up north and down south in the Holy Land. There's an Aish of Mahoma, and the, the ticken of the Aish of Mahoma is during Chodesh Tevis, which is not an easy Chodesh, is that we have Hanukkah beginning. 
Not only is it Avram Avinu's Yotzai, which is a very significant day, yeah, Avram Avinu, or, or maybe rather his Yom Bilede, which way around, because I think he was, you go to the Gemara in, 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 in Rosh Hashanah and Brochas, it brings like when all the Siddiquim were Nifta on the same day they were born. Avram Avinu had a different avoda, I think, but it's from what I remember, it was Rosh Chodesh Tevis was his Yom Bilede, and that, that's when an Ashama like him, who came down in the darkness, remember his mother, was a nida. It wasn't like he didn't come into a, a, a Yiddish Ashti with Taras Mishpacha and you know uh, all the, the beautiful things that a Jewish home has. He came into a home like like myself. He came into a home where the mother was, you know, it wasn't a Sadekista, it was Terach's wife. You know, Terach was of the Avodazor. Like we say in every year in the Haggadah, Shal Pesa, we we've mentioned Terach, we mention it in Pasha's Bakura uh, in the Pasha of Bakurim. We mentioned it in Pasha's Kisava, this whole Indian of gratitude, of thanking Hashem. And Avon came down, that Neshama, in such a home, and was able to, and the, this new beginning, this 10th month, you know, we're in a Chodesh, which is, which is not an easy Chodesh, because Tevis is not only the darkest time of the year, but it's also the coldest time of the year. And, and we're entering it in the middle of a war. It's, it's one of the Chodeshim that were given to Esav, and, uh, and also the half of Shvat. But Yaakov chopped back the rest of that through Tubishva all the way through to Purim. There really is meant to be three Chadoshim, and this is the, 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 the time of Machana Dan, the tribe of Dan, the tenth tribe. This is a time where Dan is one, one of the largest tribes, also one of the weakest tribes, in the The ones that the Amalek were starting up with, the Hamasniks were starting up with, was this, this Shevet, this, this time of year, this, this is the time where there's a lot of of rigzu, a lot of, of anger, like in a negative way. So we have to bring that into light, into the positive light. We have to somehow, through the light of Hanukkah, we begin it with Hanukkah, rather than beginning it just straight into, you know, the Asarame, uh, Asara, uh, uh, the 10th day of Tevis, which is a fast day, a very difficult fast day, even though it's, it's short, but it's very intense. And it's one of the only fast days, I think it is the only fast day, that if it falls out of Shabbos, we still fast it because it's such an intense fast day, because it's the beginning of all the pranusas, the difficulties. So at the beginning of the Chodesh, which is the rush of the whole month, we're beginning it with Hanukkah, we're beginning it with Chizuk, we're beginning it with light, and we're beginning it with the light of Amravina, we're beginning it with the light of Hanukkah, with Yosef, of Moshev Aholech, constantly adding light, and the Pashas of Yosef Asadik, and the idea of constantly being able to transform the darkness of Mitzrayim. And interestingly, the same Pasha of, of Pasha's Bakurim, where it mentions the whole Haggadah Shopesa, the whole idea of thanking Hashem, comes out from Pasha Bukurim. It mentions the 50th mention of Yisrael Yisrael in the Torah. So what we learn out from that, the, the, the 50th gate, the Shah Nun of Tshuva and Bina, we've mentioned many times, the idea of transforming all the difficulties of this generation, which we're at the end of days, we're at the time of Nun Shai Tuma, to transform it into Nun Shai Bina, into Tshuva, into light. And this is the, the special power we have of the 50th mention of Yisrael Yisrael this level of hodah, thanking Hashem, halava hodah, just by tuning into that meter of thanking, that attribute, like Amravina was able to turn around his father's situation of Terach, about the or of Tshuva, the or of a place like Shirat David, where we, we, we really thank Hashem, we really sing to Hashem. This is a place where we can transform the, the difficulties of this generation. And it's amazing to think that at the same time we, we see such, such a, a difficulty like a war, in, in many ways, we've also intensified our learning, uh, our tefillah, our prayer. Me personally, like I'm in a different situation economically, so suddenly, what, what do I do? We learn more, we delve more. That, and it's for many people here, we're all going through that 
on some level. And that's how Am Yisrael deal with difficulty. We, we go back to our Shoresh, which is the Torah and the Tefillah and the clarity that it brings us. And then we're ready to go back again out into the world. That's the light that we get from Hanukkah. It gives us a certain clarity, which Chodesh Tevis is we're tuning in on Hanukkah to a clear understanding of who we are. We're the nation of Am Yisrael. We have a mission. And each Pasha, I felt, has clarified more and more since this war began, because it began with the beginning of the Torah, Pasha's Bereshis. We, we're clarifying more and more who we are. Uh, we've, and now, right now, we're with the Pashas of, of Yosef Asadik. He's giving us that clarity of how to deal with Golas, how to deal with the challenges of being Mishnah Lamelech and becoming an Avrech, becoming someone who people look up to and be able to give over, to be Mashpia, to be, to be able to Mafanes, to help people, to do Chesed. This is the, once again the Avram and Yosef. Yosef is sort of the extension of Avram, the fire from Avram continues on with Yaakov, base Eish, Yaakov. Uh, base, uh, base, uh, sorry, Eish, Eish Lehova, base, the, the Eish of Yaakov goes to the base Yosef Lakash, sorry, the base Yosef Lehova, to destroy the base Eish of Lakash, to get rid of the cash. And what, I'll just end off with one concept that Shlach Kaddish says, we're based on this passage, base Yaakov, Eish, base Yosef Lehova, um, base Eish of Lakash, he says, the house of Yaakov is Eish, what is Eish? Says the Shlach Kaddish, it's Rashi Tevis, Aha, Emes and Sholem. Emes, and Sholem, that's our fire. Our fire is not a fire of anger. Our fire is a fire of truth and peace, a fire that brings people to, to happiness and, and completion and positivity. That's our fire, and that goes out as a flame to the world. That's the Yosef is Yud Sof. He brings it outwards, onwards into the world, and that we get the confidence, we get the strength to be able to bring that flame and share that light to the world. And that gets rid of the base ace of the cash. What's the cash? Kuf and Shin. Kuf and Shin is cash is straw, literally. But the fire burns up the straw, and this straw can take up a lot of room, but really it's nothing. One flame can bring the whole straw to nothing. What is that cash? Kuf and Shin. It's Kina and Sina. Jealousy and hatred. That's what we're seeing out there. They have tremendous jealousy and hatred of us. Shekhar also. It's got the Shorish. Yeah? It's, the Shorish is there as well. Yeah. So definitely, it could be that as well. Yeah, I, I, it, the, 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 the Shlach Kodesh says basically. I mean, it is shekhar to even say to, to 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 hate Am Yisrael because we're we're all a goyim. They need us. Yeah, they need us for the for the to make this world make sense. That we're the the nation, as we mentioned yesterday. The we're the ones who fix make seder. We make tikkun of tohu of chaos. We, they need us. We we're here to do that. And we see we do it at all levels, either through spiritually, through physically, through legally, through uh, philosophically. We make Seder. And that, that's like we have the Seder night, Amavinu. Our job is to make Seder and make things clear and clarify and bring light to people and, and clarity and inspiration and bring it all back to Hashem. So that's the hope that the, the, the cash of Asa will all get burned up of all our enemies. And the, the, the goddess of Israel, please God, we've, we've been enough now in goddess. But at the end of days, we've, we've, as you see in all the parshas of Yosef, there's a lot of mention of Yishmael as well with the Mechiris of Yosef. And we see that we have to deal with them at the end, just like we began exile. We have to finish off with them as well. They're like the extension of the goddess of Esau, of the Ishmael. And we have to, we have to realize that the main, main, the main kayak that we have, that Yishmael um, seemed to have, is our power of prayer, which we're going to do in a second. We're going to dive Marv, and we're going to dive into Hashem. We have to really step up now, the last part of Hanukkah, which Chodesh is a big time. We're going to have an extra Musaf, an extra time to say Alanisim, and we're going to have a Zos Hanukkah the next day, and then we're going to have uh, Shabbos to continue this light into the rest of the year. 
Please, God, these, these are special times, and as we get to the climax of Hanukkah, the fire grows, the light in our home grows. We have to bring it with us, and that is the key to be mamin, to believe in the koyach of the sadiq within us and without of us that's energized this special time of year. And please, God, we'll see that come to, to fruition with the binyan by Shisha, where we'll see all of Kaisal together lit up the shamas. It won't just be a few people in a room in Shirat David, it will be the whole world lit up together to have clarity and know what, what Amiso are in the fullest, truest sense. Amen. Amen. So I just wanted to add to the Rabbi Avra Mordechai Isbi mentions in the Shir, the Shirat David, who anyone listens to my audios, uh, just for the sake of giving some more context as to how beautiful he was. I mentioned afterwards a few of the congregants of Shirat David that Rav Avram Mordechai Izbi, for example, was such a fire, I had the merit to learn and I remember, as I said, being in his house and the, how much he didn't sleep for the sake of Torah and learn. And even when we'd, my wife and I were like on a bus one time and saw him standing at a bus stop, he like would turn around and like things would just move for him. Like somebody put down a box and then that became his stender while he was learning. And then when the bus came, the guy moved the box and then he carried on on the bus, like everything was going around his avoda. Like for example, Lag Baoma, um, they were trying to light the uh, a fire and it had rained a little bit uh, because they'd lit it, oh no, I think they lit it early and then they had to put it out a little bit, a bit of water. So then it wasn't lighting up again when it was the right time to light. And everyone was waiting there. And he comes outside from the base midrash, looks at the fire, it burns into in a flame as soon as he looks at it. That's when it's only caught a flame, just as he was looking at it. Went back into the base midrash and carried on learning. And it was just like these kind of moments again and again, like when he came to our wedding when I got married, he was uh, a guest. It was an amazing wedding, amazing energy. But until he came, it was like it was special. But when he came, the whole wedding went on to another level. The fire, the energy, and he kept giving us blessing one after another after another. My wife and I, when we came to sit back down after the dancing, and it was just it was like an ash, a fire. The fire of Torah gave him life. And it was amazing to see Kiyam Chayinu Biyorach Yemenu, that the, it's the Torah that's giving him his And uh, that's what I wanted to share. Everyone should take the fire of Hanukkah and the fire of Torah and, and light up their families and homes with love and, and, and inspiration. And that should, please God, go globally so we can get to the full Shlemus of Mashiach Sekeinu. Amen.